a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to another Fly Racing Racer X podcast, 2021 Supercross Schedule Reaction podcast. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Fly Racing, they've redefined expectations in the safety and performance with the Formula Helmet, tested on the most advanced equipment in the world. The Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and the low-speed stuff as well. It features the Rion technology, Conehead EPS, and a 12K carbon shell. The Formula's advanced impact system, AIS, introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. It weighs only 1,290 grams, uh, and the Fly Racing believes in formula to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Formula Helmet changed the game. They also have a Formula CC helmet, new for 21 as well. It is, has all the same great features as the Formula Helmet, but a little bit different shell, and therefore a little bit different price. So please check that out if you can from the folks at Fly Racing, and of course their 21 gear is out and being used by some of the world's fastest riders. And congratulations to Fly Racing Zach Osborne on his 450 motocross title as well. Also brought to you by Renthal, the winning brand in manufacturing design for the last half century. Renthal continues to lead the world at the very top level of sport, amassing more titles than all competing brands combined. The records are unsurpassable, over 222 U.S. titles and over 213 world titles. Thanks to the hard work and dedication to detail, the Renthal factory has been helping world-class riders achieve the championship goal since the beginning in 1969. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Thank you to Maxis Tires as well, the Maxis SGB Kawasaki team of Justin Rod Bell and uh, Alex Ray and Justin Jeremy Smith, doing a good job with those guys. Uh, they've got great mountain bike tires. They've got the MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath. They've got light truck tires. They've got uh, UTV tires. Maxis.com for more information on that. Thank you to those guys as well. So, uh, the 2021 Monster Energy Supercross schedule has dropped, and with uh, with me here to discuss it, the pros, the cons, the ins, the outs, and uh, and we have some TBAs. Is uh, Fly Racing Zone Jason Thomas? What's up, JT? Not much. The date we have been waiting for has finally arrived. I am excited. Uh, I, you know, we've been speculating. We heard other cities in Texas originally. You know, there were a lot of rumors floating around out there, but. I don't even know that you could say this is finality because we still have TBAs and we know better than to just say, oh, yeah, we're set yeah. after last year. Yeah. But uh, it is nice to take a step forward anyway. All of these rounds that are announced, not the TBAs, but all the ones that are announced will have a percent of fans. Whatever percent that is may change. Whatever yeah. percent that uh, uh, is, we don't quite know, but they will have fans. Yeah, I don't think there will be any races scheduled in 2021 that do not have fans. Yeah. That's my prediction. I think uh, – it was a pretty painful yet um, 
necessary route to go last year with no fans, but I don't think they're doing that again. Right. So, um, so three rounds in Houston, 16th, 19th, 23rd. So that's a Saturday, a Tuesday, a Saturday. Then we go uh, a week off. The next week is two rounds in Indianapolis, Saturday and a Tuesday. Then we take a couple weeks off. Then three rounds in Glendale, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday in February. Then we take a week off. Or no, no week off there, I don't think. And then we go to Daytona for a single event. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, a couple weeks off, and we're in three in Dallas. Uh, three to be announced, and we wrap up in Salt Lake City. So that's the schedule available on RacerX Online, of course, uh, for more details. we got we got to speculate those three are in California somewhere. That's um, what they're aiming for. That's why there is a TBA. Well, four. Four rounds, I guess. Four, sorry. Um, yeah. yep. I, I would think so, right? That's what they're hoping for. There's a mm-hmm. vaccine for this COVID, uh, or the state laws are relaxed, and they do the percent of, of, of fans with no vaccine. Um, or there's a quick, like they're talking now about a, a, a quick five-minute saliva mm-hmm. check, right, entering into places. Something, right? Can Something. you imagine having everybody get five-minute saliva checks to get into the stadium? No, that, that's I can't. Not, that's not reality. But that's what they're talking about. Um, so... Yeah, you have to think the folks at Feld want there to be a couple Anaheims, maybe a Vegas, maybe a San Diego, maybe an Oakland. Those are four cities off the top of my head that could fill those four rounds or have a couple Anaheims and whatever. I think, but. I think you're going to see, yeah, three and one or two and two. That would be my guess uh, for those four. You could even see all four at one, but I, I do not think that would happen. I think uh, the cha- it's already going to be very challenging to get three rounds in one city with, you know, 20,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't. I can't imagine they would do four at one and, and think that they could sell tickets it, to all four. If they don't, if the California thing doesn't happen we, and we don't go to racing California, do they go back to, and we'll find more about this. Uh, there's a press conference coming. There's a media call, I should say, with Dave Prater coming up here in a few hours. But do they go back to one of the previous cities or do they find some new cities? Like St. Louis obviously has been on the map for a while. They've had yep. some crackdowns where um, the, the people aren't letting the you know the, anybody go, uh, go have public gatherings. So do you think they find new cities or do they go back to some of these cities? Existing? I bet they have a list, right? Yeah. I bet St. Louis is on it. I bet Vegas is on it. I bet California cities are on it. No, I'm saying if the California ones don't happen, the, pre- right. the preferred but cities don't right. happen. I bet there's a, you know, like tiers, yeah. like this is tier a, we want to be in California because yeah. that's a strong market for us. And then, okay, if California is just out, we're out of California period as a state wall or state regulation, then yeah, I think you have to start looking at a lot of places and what makes sense, what's possible, um, you have to imagine if Missouri is open to it, St. Louis would love to welcome Supercross at that time of year. That that would be my guess. Um, do you look at Nashville? So you know, you're you, saying we are not going to go back to any of these previous cities? Like you don't see rounds I the think, 14 at back at Englendale? Or I something. don't think so because right. I, I just think you're you're asking too much of the, the local population to spend money. Right. I, and I think there are a lot of cities that make sense. I think even uh, – Places like Jacksonville, places like Tampa. Uh, count me as surprised that we don't have a Florida city on here. I, I would bet you that they're on that list as a backup. As a backup yeah, city. Yeah, I, I'm very surprised we're not going to Nashville. Yep. I am. Um, so we'll see. But, yeah, there's still four to uh, to knock out. And I'm, I'm skeptical in California. Yep. Uh, I'm hopeful, but I'm skeptical. Yep. So we'll see what uh, what that brings. Huge rumor the whole time, this whole this whole uh, time, and I I think I texted a rider that you can count on San Antonio being one of them. I really I really heard San Antonio. So that well, I, whether that's a backup city as like what you said, but I'm surprised mm-hmm. we're not going to San Antonio. Too. Well, I think San Antonio was on the list because it did not have conflicting sports, but I think 
with the rough start that the Houston Texans have gotten off to, the likelihood of them hosting a playoff game is virtually nil because they continue to lose. Uh, they lost again last weekend. So that frees, up, frees them up, right? And, and you're talking about not only would it be hosting a playoff game, it would be hosting deep into the playoffs yeah. for, for that to be affected. And I, think that's what, I really think that's what they were waiting on on some levels to see yeah. where this Texans thing went. And if they did right. really well, I could see them either pushing Houston back or yeah. just going San Antonio and, and Houston doesn't make the schedule. Um, it could be interesting to see. Obviously, you know, we go to Indianapolis for a Saturday and a Tuesday. There's not going to be any practicing for those guys when the riders are there. It's, it's Certainly cold not and, an yeah. Indy. Right. Unless you wanted to fly home. Yeah. Uh, I don't see that happening, but 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 maybe. But you know, in Houston and Glendale and Dallas, uh, I'm, these teams will have to find a place to ride, and the riders will want to get on their bike for a warm up. We saw that in Salt Lake City. Yeah, they're so going to want to ride Thursday. That'll be interesting to see them yeah. find a spot and go riding, and I just think, like we did. I think Sunday, Monday, they'd be okay to take off. Yep. But that Thursday, where it's it's a day after and then a day before, day before yeah. yeah, you're gonna they're gonna want to ride. Right. So that'll be interesting to see the guys and find out where they ride and what they want to do and everything else for the teams and the riders. As far as the fans go, it'll be interesting to see, JT. Uh, like, we had the Red Butt. We, Salt Lake City, obviously, no fans were allowed at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salt Lake, Red Butt, though, we did have a Friday race and a Sunday race, and the Sunday race was a ghost town. And we know that these will probably have futures at these, so there'll be a base of people there racing futures. But I'm wondering, and, you know, this is just spitballing, are we going to see the max amount of fans – at a tu- at the Tuesdays and at the Saturdays, well, you got to remember they weren't allowed to have fans at Redbud. No, um, well, yeah, the amateur guys, but yeah, right. But yeah. you were they were yeah. not allowed to have spectators there. Right. That won't be this. I think it'll be okay. I think uh, you know it's going to be at night. I don't think it'll be a daytime yeah. event. It'll be Tuesday night. And what I'm what I would look at is if I'm a fan and you have all this pent up demand and you be like, man, I've been stuck inside. Especially think about going back into winter. People are going to be stuck again inside after not probably going to Supercross last year. If I could go into town, say I lived in Michigan, right, and you're looking at Indy, and you could drive a few hours, get a hotel room for like four nights, you get two races in, you get to hang out with your family in the city. Like, I'm, I'm in on that. Like, that would be a great four or five day little mini vacation. You get two races in. So I think you'll see a lot of that. You'll see surrounding areas, people from Ohio, people from Michigan, uh, people from Iowa coming over uh, to yeah. take in that experience. So you think that, for the most part, the maximum amount of fans that are allowed will be at most of these? Yeah, in I, th- your I think I think yeah. they made pretty strategic decisions on where to go with three mm-hmm. rounds. You yeah. know, Indy's only two, but Houston, you have a, a huge demo from people coming from down from Dallas, over from San Antonio, over from Louisiana, right? They're going to draw all those in. It's also the opener. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what the number is. I'm going to guess it's around 20,000, but we don't know that. Maybe yep. maybe Feld will be forthcoming with that this afternoon. Uh, but, yeah, the less that number goes down, I think the likelihood we, we sell them out. Yeah, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see for sure. I think Tuesday will be the tough one. Yeah. You know, that's a work day yeah. for a lot of people. But even then, like, you know, the, the night show doesn't start until 7 o'clock or mm-hmm. whatever. Opening ceremony is 6.30. That's doable. If you live in Houston, okay, even if you got off an hour early, you can still make it. Like, So I don't think it's going to be too bad. I, I just wonder about ticket prices, and I wonder about how many people. But as a fan, like purely as a fan, if I lived in Houston, I'm going to all three. Like, without a doubt, I'm there. Are you really? Season. Absolutely. Oh, see, I, I think that's a tough ask. But uh, in this day and age, and, and, and with, with jobs lost and 
what's going on with COVID. I think that's a tough ask, especially we know that Feld has been kind of slowly raising the ticket prices mm-hmm. the last few years from what the old promoters. They've got rid of those treadhead seats, and right. you know they're making it a little bit more uh, uh, pricier to go. Now, hopefully, I'm wrong, but um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know who who would go to all three because we have such a great TV package too. Yeah. So I mean, Tuesday's going to yeah. be the tough one, right? Yeah, Saturday, Saturday right. to Saturday, I, I yep. don't and, see any problem at all. And when would futures be if on the schedule? Like, there's always a day after. You think right? it would be every every time? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's I, I, interesting because um, you know normally they're on a Sunday after yep. the race, so you could go. Sunday, January seventeenth at Houston, but I don't think you would have another one before Tuesday, right? I bet it would be Sunday and Sunday. Sunday, if you want my guess, yeah. it would be Sunday. Right, Sunday. right. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see here. Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Maxis and Renthal. The Supercross schedule has dropped. Um, now, Fly Racing the company you work for mm-hmm. is a presenting sponsor of Supercross, and you guys do the Fan Fest. You have a, a couple of semis there. We do a Fly Racing radio show, aka the Pulp Show, uh, in the pits. Plans are still to have that going on from your aspect of fly racing. That's going to be – they want fans there. They're going to have a fan fest, right? That'll yeah. be the, the plan? Yeah, this will be year three for us, and uh, that is the plan as far as I know it. I think it will look a little different. You know, before it was such a, a great free-for-all, but it was a free-for-all. There's people everywhere, and they're allowed to, you know, touch items and try them on and check out the formula helmet and size themselves so that they can go to their dealer and they know what they're buying or they can buy it from their, you know, e-tailer. That's all I think going out the window. I don't think there will be touching allowed. I don't think you're going to be able to touch any products because they're going to be so worried about COVID spreading. So how that looks, I think we're going to learn a lot. We'll probably learn some of that today from, uh, you know, Feld releasing more information, but I do know that fan fest is a part of their plans and it's such a huge part of sponsoring supercross and being a part of that entire program they're going to do everything possible i think to to make that as relevant and add value to it because for whether it's you know fly racing or toyota or monster energy or cooper tires or whoever that's a big part of why we're there that's a big part of our involvement and customer engagement that day not to say we wouldn't be involved anyway Mm mm-hmm but I think it would be a, a pretty big financial difference if yeah. you remove that from the program. So in your eyes, every one of these rounds will have a fan fest. Yeah. 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 yeah I can't. The um, only one I would be worried about is Indy being late January or early February, yeah. weather being a factor. But right. I think they're planning on having it. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be interesting to see if the RC amateur supercross races are running. I bet they are in Daytona. Yeah. Yep. Those things print money. Florida's basically right. wide open D-gaff. as far as regulation. Yeah. So, so uh, that'll be interesting to see that. So – um. And and we're we're planning on doing the fly racing radio show, right? That they've indicated on that yes. again, adding to Fan Fest. So yep. uh there will be that part of it. Now the pits, total lockdown in Salt Lake City. Um yeah. for media, for everybody, no fans again, and total lockdown for if you weren't in their pod, if you weren't in the rider group. And we saw, you know, I mean, uh, Don Maeda got kicked out. Like they were in, they were they were checking it out. The mm-hmm. dirt chart guy got kicked out. Uh you know, they were definitely not kidding around with that. Yeah. Um, do well, you, I put everything at risk. Yeah. You know. Do you foresee that happening now? Like, okay, do you? There's a couple levels here. Do you see fans allowed in the pits, and then posters being signed? No. Like, there's there's no chance the riders are going to do some no autograph, autograph sessions. But I'm saying posters, signed posters being handed out. And and we got to keep this in mind. When so, I say no autograph sessions, I'm speculating. I don't yeah, know. No, that. no, I haven't been told that's, that, that's, but that's, I'm that's, guessing. That's what we're talking I about. I feel very confident um, about that. So no autograph sessions, we would think. Do you think the fans are allowed in the pits to see the bikes and teams? Yes, I do. Yeah. But I think there will be 
I could even see it being, you know, when you go to, to MXGP and it's all like hard plastic yeah. taped where it's off yeah. limits almost. Right. I could see it being that too. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, right. you know, but I, I could see them because they're going to want that. And it's very important for sponsors to have that. That's why we're there is to encourage customers to be more familiar with our brands and teams and everybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they're going to have, some, I think they're going to enforce some sort of barrier yeah, riders yeah. certainly yeah. won't be interacting with fans, and then I think there might even like mechanics and everybody like we know that Honda has been on the forefront of safety, and they don't want to take any chances. They don't necessarily want their employees to travel, so I could see Honda being like, "Yeah, we have barriers up. You can see it's clear, but there will be no yeah interaction yeah. between mechanics or truck could, drivers or anybody." I could almost see the pits being closed to fans totally. There's a fan fest part, yep. uh, and then the pits are closed. Could be. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah and, that, that could be too. And then I wonder, as far of a media guy or goggle guys or these type of people that roam the pits, mm-hmm. chiropractors, right? Uh, uh, are they? Are we going to be subjected to the same uh, sort of laws and, and rules that we were in Salt Lake City? I wonder about that. I don't think it will be the same. I think everyone will be forced to get tested again. Right, but you know, we also have to. I, Thinking about how far out that is from even now, you're three or four months out just to start the series. Knowing what we know now, knowing we're two two months and two weeks. Okay, yeah. Knowing what we know though up. about the low fatality rate, and and we know so much more about the virus. I don't think you're going to see full lockdown like everybody's six feet spaced. Yeah. Like I right. think it's going to be a different than that. There will be a lot of rules, but I don't think it's going to be as hardcore as yeah. that was. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, the outdoor nationals were hey, you can. I mean, there was definitely more relaxed. I mean, if you look Masks like a, an NFL game right now, yeah. it's fairly normal. Not as many people as they want, but like, it's not like it was going back to Salt Lake where it's like you and I had to be spaced. Like we couldn't even get near each other in the press box. Yeah. Now there's fans everywhere, and they're going to concession stands, and yeah. it's yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that'll be interesting to see what the rules are and how it works. But uh, yeah, I think we can bank on no interaction between the riders and the fans and that, that we can, I think we can take to the bank. Maybe, I mean, signed posters being handed out by a PR person. Yeah. Perhaps. Well, and you, you, you could know? never ask a rider, Hey, I need you to engage with about a thousand people yeah. in the next 30 minutes. Yeah. They're yeah. going to be like a hard no. Yeah. Could no. you imagine asking Kenny to do that? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. <laughs> which so. would be a, ridis- a ridiculous ask anyway. Um, so we talked about no Florida, which we're surprised. And there's still four rounds TBA. There's no Florida outside of Daytona. Um, there's no St. Louis. There's no San Antonio. Those are three surprises for me. But, you know, as we brought up on the Pope Show last night, uh, Indy, Houston, Dallas, Glendale, good cities, good yeah. uh, traditionally, yep. good fan support, excited for to be there. Um, there's a few stops in the series that I, if we'd gone there, uh, a Pontiac or Detroit now, mm-hmm. um, um, you know, a few different spots where I'd be like, Eh, like that wasn't a great venue slash race itself, Oakland. Um, but all of these ones that are on here, I think, uh, are passionate. S- Houston, maybe we had a few rocky years with attendance, mm-hmm. but I I like all these venues they went to. And like you said earlier, that's probably not a not an accident that we went to some strong local races. Yeah, with, with good facilities, it's going to be good. I think it's well thought out. I am. Shocked, and I know we've said this already. I'm shocked we do not have another Florida round. I really yeah. am. With it being so simple, with Feld being based in the Tampa metro area, that just blows me away. I thought that was a shoe in, uh, and maybe we still see it. Who knows? Yeah, on the list of backups. But I, right? I yeah. thought that was just a lock. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think they, you know, they have so much data to draw from ticket sales, and I'm sure they have a lot of metrics that they can pull from. 
you know, it's funny that we're going to Indy for two rounds when that was where everything came unglued last year. Yeah. If you remember, you know, I was, I was yeah. there. I was already in Indy when the, when the uh, plug got pulled. So it's funny that we're going back there. I, I guess I wouldn't have assumed we would because that was where things really went sideways for the series. And, and we know that the mayor of, of Indianapolis and the governor were not playing games. Like it was like, yep, we're done. Like last minute, everything was planned. Yeah. People yeah. were there. Like that was a really hard decision I'm sure to make. So, uh, yeah, that wasn't one that I had it, on my short list to go back to. It is going to be friggin' cold. It is. It is going to yes. be cold. But you know what? There's uh, There are upsides to that, too. And, Steve, you know growing up in a cold climate like that, and I, I know Minneapolis was that race for you where you're just like, yeah, let's go travel to it. That time of year, people are dying to do anything. Yeah. They, yeah. they can't go riding. You know, unless you're in an area that has, like, snow sports, snowmobiling or skiing or whatever, there is nothing to do. So – I would bet that that came into their psyche as like, hey, this is a great opportunity because people are going to be dying to just get out of their house and go attend anything. Mm-hmm. And that goes for the whole Midwest. Uh, so I think I think Indy attendance will be sold out both rounds pretty I, easily. I find it interesting with the, with the dates. Uh, obviously, we're pushed back in January a little bit. Now we're doing three a week in three different spots. And, but we're not. We're still ending in that first week in May. That mm-hmm. that Salt Lake City will be May first or May eighth, from everything that I see. So we are ending on traditionally time for the end of Supercross, and we have a couple week break between a couple of these rounds. Which, I mean, I guess like I'm a little surprised that they wouldn't. Hey, we're gonna get 17 in 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 uh, whatever amount of weeks. But they're actually spacing this thing out pretty good, um, and, we're, and we're getting a few two-week off. Do you the, think uh, this will be a fundamental shift moving forward as far as how they schedule long-term? I don't know. Um, I, would, I would love it. I think, I think the 17 and 18 is just too much. Uh, and, and when you add the 12-round of motocross mm-hmm. coming in right after, I think it's too much for these riders and teams uh, at this level and everything that, that, that happens. Uh and if NBC, who is driving everything, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, TV drives everything. If NBC says, man, these Wednesday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night races, these Tuesday night races, I mean, you know, these ratings are great. There's nothing going on. Mo Monday night football, you know, we're getting killer ratings. We're going to pay you, Feld, a little more money, and we want a Tuesday night race, and let's do four of those. And then now we're going Saturday, Tuesday at the same venue, TV driving it, mm-hmm. and then we're spacing out weeks off. I would love it. I think that's great. I think it's going to be follow the money. Uh, I think they're going to look at the end of this 2021 campaign and look at, okay, we had, you know, they felt has 18 semi trucks on the road, Mm -hmm. right? That's a huge expense. Travel, booking the stadium, of course, moving dirt in and out. There's endless amount of expenses that go along with supercross, which is often overlooked. Everybody's like, Oh, they should pay riders more. Well, not that simple. But I think at the end of they the year, riders more. they should, but I know from their side, they're like, there's so much overhead guys. Like you, don't even, you have no comprehension of how much overhead there is. And it's not our business, you know, at the same time, but they'll look at the end of the year and say, okay, we sold less tickets. Yes. But moving those three, those 18 semi trucks into one city and covering three rounds. How much did that yeah. save us? We moved how the dirt did- in once. Yeah, one flight for all these guys save us, you know. And I think there's they're just going to look at the money and say, is, you know, selling sixty thousand tickets across three rounds versus, let's say, a hundred and twenty thousand, ish, versus three rounds across three other cities. There's that number of dollars of revenue. Yeah. And then how much do we save 
by not going to three different cities. We're just in one city. And then I, I think that drives it. I think if it's, if it makes more sense for, or if it's even just a, a break even, Mm -hmm. I think they probably would look at it because you're going to, you're probably going to look at, okay, 20,000 was the base, right? If we did 60,000, that's going to increase because these regulations of only being able to sell 20,000, that's only going to, that's going to be a 2021 problem. That's not going to be a 2022 problem or 23. So they could, they could potentially make a lot more money doing that if that equation works out. Wow. And they're like, man, we saved a lot of money doing all these three in one city. Plus, yeah. maybe we turn that 60,000 three-round ticket sale into 90 or 100,000 in 2022. I know they're a ticket-driven business, but I think you're focusing too much on the tickets. And I think it's what NBC would want. If NBC said, as I said, mm-hmm. these ratings are great. I just don't think it's enough money. Like, I know what the NBC number was. Yeah. I don't think it's enough money. But they would pay more. No, I'm saying they would say, yeah. hey, man, we want you to do the Tuesday night thing because these ratings are good and we we have a, a blank schedule we're putting fishing on or something. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a little bit more money. Run your races on Tuesday nights, please. And then I think that is a driving factor. How much more money are we talking about? I don't about? know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't get, know. I mean, I, yeah. of course, if right. they say... Yeah, it's financially we need to. Yeah, do, yeah. Then yeah, I think that I, I think it. that I think we'll see TV drive whether we're doing that or I not. I just look at our our Supercross ratings and they're abysmal. And I'm yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like, does NBC really want to pony up for that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't not, know. I, I, I have zero qualification think, for answering uh, that. Saturday nights is a dead night of TV. Like regardless, mm-hmm. it is dead night. It, it people. It is proven that nobody yeah, watches. Yeah, nobody watches TV on Saturday nights. That's when our Supercross series is on. Mm-hmm. So if we can put them on Tuesday nights. Uh, when people are home, maybe we see a ratings uptick. I would love it. Yeah. I, I'm all of course, for we it. all would love um, it. Yeah. It's so, just, it's always going to be, and we know this, whether it's your side, NBC side, or whether it's ticket driven, it's always going to be financially driven. Yeah, of course. And, and, you know, and that's, that's a business. That's uh, what they're, they're, they're not in this for if, practice. You know? If you told Jason Thomas, the racer back in the day that, Hey man, uh, we are going to race on a Saturday and a Tuesday in the same city. Absolutely. Uh, but we and and we are going to give you a few more weekends off. We're not going to cram races in there and make it a make it a twenty two. You know, I didn't we're mind gonna, the the race 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 like every weekend. Yeah, I, yeah. I was fine. No, with but that. I'm saying I think people would prefer. Yeah, let's get this thing Saturday Tuesday, and then you're going to give me a weekend off. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Oh, absolutely. The, you know that's yeah. You know the first thing I would think of is I get to get on a plane once. I get to go to that city and I make three rounds worth of income. Yeah. Well, I think for the future it would be two. Like, uh, okay, uh, yeah, it'd be right. two. Yeah, but also, that's how much practice you're now reducing. Yeah, and hardcore training that yeah. I have to do. Like, that's a yeah, that's yeah. a bonus too. Like and I get a weekend off. I get more yep. than one weekend off in a year yeah. in the count in, in the Supercross season. I, so I would love that. So if you're looking from a riders and a team standpoint, if that works going forward, if this fundamentally changes the schedule a little bit, I think the teams and riders would be for that. But I, my fear would be felled with jam more rounds in on Saturday. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> well, we and we know talking to like Zach Osborne and and we heard Cooper Webb at press conferences. They all loved it. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. We're financially, this Webb, is amazing. Webb said he's never made more money. Yeah, it's awesome. Right. Yeah. So uh, I think I think if this changes in in fundamentally going forward, it would be two rounds, not three, and it would be a Saturday, Tuesday. You know, depending on TV schedule. And then you but, would get that Saturday off. Yeah. And then go back. Yeah, or whatever. Maybe. Yeah, or, or you know, or maybe you get two weekends off in a row, and we, you know, we go Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, and you get a couple weekends off. Like a Rubik's cube. Dude. If this works, them trying to yeah. incorporate these changes and right. <laughs> the good thing is, is that I think. It takes radical situations yeah. to incorporate change oh. because you get so much pushback, and you know this, right? Yeah. You know this better than, than most. The teams are just like, nope, we don't want change. Nope, we're good. We don't want any. We just want the same thing. Yeah. We just want twenty laps, 
you know, we went through that change with 20 laps to 20 minutes. But these these situations where everybody just shrugs their shoulders and goes, yeah, we can't. We're going to have to change something. This is yeah, the world yeah. has changed. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think it's an opportunity well, for them to really affect a lot of change and make the series a lot better and more efficient and uh, all the changes you've ever wanted to see. Now's the time to force those through. Well, I wrote this about the uh, the fall nationals. Weege and I went back forth on this about doing that. I think it was a great idea. I think it was a big hit. I'd mm-hmm. like to see it going forward. We, uh, we got probably really won't lucky on the weather. Of, yeah, we we probably won't going forward. But um, you know, I brought up and and everybody knows the story of the CFL. Yeah, where they changed. yeah, it's a very popular, story. A very popular story. Yeah. They were forced to change a venue, radically change their place where they played due to a concert. It ended up being a massive hit, mm-hmm. and they stayed in that place. And and so. Uh, change sometimes necessitate, necessitates yeah. uh, 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 a, a forward change, you know, a, yep. a good change, a positive change. So, um, yeah, being forced to change isn't a, isn't a bad idea. So, uh, again, Fly Racing Racer X podcast uh, presented by Maxis and the folks at Renthal. want to thank the folks at Racetech as well. Pulp 20 is the code to save with Racetech. Get your suspension work done. Get your motor work done with the folks at Racetech. Uh, they've got valves as well going on. for whole performance uh, section going on for the folks at Racetech. So whether it's a rebuild or whether it's performance reasons, motor work and suspension work are done at Racetech. Pulp 20 can save you money. So show your bike some love with the folks at Racetech, and we thank them for coming on. So, um, So really... Do you have an issue with them dropping a schedule on October 27th and having four rounds not on the schedule? Like, do you have a – are you WTF on that? I'm not at all. No. But, but, but you know. I think if it was three years ago, we'd all be like, what? Yeah. But yeah. if there's – if 2020 has told us anything, it's just to be adaptable. Yeah. And you have to be willing to be uh, very understanding of situations. So I was like, yeah, whatever. It's so far away from yep. now. Yeah. talking about April of 21. Yep. Uh, I – and and just because it's not on the finalized list, knowing you know I I got to go to Feld Entertainment last year and meetings and and I, our involvement with WPS and Fly Racing now is is on such a great level. They are very transparent with us. They have a lot of possibilities on the table. It's not like yeah we'll just we'll see. You know it's just they haven't signed the contracts with the stadiums, which is the biggest part of it. And they don't know what California is going to let them do, and they don't know what other cities are are possible. So I guarantee you there are probably five different contingency plans yeah. for those four rounds. Yep. Uh, they're just waiting to see which one pans out. And you are of the opinion that it won't be California. I mean, we don't know, but I'm saying if you're at well, the bet. We're in I, Vegas right now, so again, if you had to go to a casino and bet. I have not personally talked to Feld about no. 2021 season at all, which is not normal. Normally, we would have had an in-person meeting at least one by now. We haven't because of COVID. So I haven't even had our normal conversations, but the only reason I could see them not posting those four rounds is because they want to get into California. So having said that, knowing as aggressive as Gavin Newsom has been with lockdowns and the way COVID even sitting here today is spiking up again, I don't see him allowing it happen, but, but you never know. Like, Vaccine comes out in the winter. Quit, quit waffling, though. I'm, I'm trying to get. Like, I'll say no. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm no. trying to get. I'm, but you man, think no? The world changes so fast every yeah. day right now. Right. Um, a month ago, I would have said, yeah, no problem, because we seemed like we were trending in the right direction, and then we're sitting here right before Halloween in October, and it's like, I don't. We're not going to go full lockdown again. I think yeah. we we saw that doesn't really help anything, but that doesn't mean state governors can't do whatever they want inside their state. Yep. So you're betting on we're going somewhere else. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I yeah. think there will be too much uncertainty. Yep. And even if they could pull it off, they're going to have to know by like January, February, like 
they're going to have to know where we're going because they have to lock these stadiums down availability-wise probably before then. I know that's why we're getting the schedule now is they finally locked in those stadiums. They have a financial obligation with those stadiums now that they can't get yeah. their deposits gone. So at some point, if they go with California, that same thing's going to happen. Or they got to go to St. Louis or they got to sign with Tampa or they got to sign with wherever. So I don't know when that time frame is, but let's just say we're two and a half months out. Let's say that's the same time frame for those other stadiums. Let's say it's three months. They're going to have to know by January. They're going to have to sign those contracts. So yeah. uh, we should know sometime, you know, I would say December, January at the latest. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if we got to, I think I'm with you. If you got to know by December, January, which we think we do, I don't think California's ready. So, I would, yeah. if I am felled, I don't, I just don't think I would trust it. You know, I, if, if it's kind of all the same to go somewhere else, like you can have success in Nashville, you can have success in Tampa, you could have success somewhere else. Then why take such a huge risk of California pulling it at the, the last minute that would be what i, I wonder would be, i wonder I would, how many socal people end up going to glendale in february late february i would you go know? five yeah. hours six yeah. hours right yeah well uh did we, did we touch on anything everything we're going is that is that it Any yeah other questions? I, I 21 think, uh, 2021 season schedule dropped today yeah for me it's a little bit of a sigh of relief i i knew we knew this was coming but at the same time every step we take back towards having fans at the races and whatever that looks like we're again we're going to learn a lot today about what that looks like with the the media call they're going to have but it it just feels a little bit more normal when i watch a football game and there's 25,000 people at an nfl game it feels a little bit more normal and i think that's something that everybody wants safely you know of course we're still dealing with all this stuff but we just want some sort of normalcy and when we're all at a race next supercross season and there's people there and we're able to somewhat congregate and there's a vaccine and there's a therapeutic and all these things that we hope for it's going to be a, a pretty happy day for a lot of people. Are we going to have people taking vaccines, though? We now have anti-vaxxer well, people in the world. Yes, and, there and will so, be a lot of people that are like, no, and, and we both know lots of them. But to me, I think therapeutics are almost more critical because mm-hmm. if you get sick and you have it and you're having a rough time, even the most hardcore people against it, and I'm like, I'm not taking a vaccine. If you're sick yeah, and yeah. Want to, you're going to be like, yeah, give me what is going to help me, right, you know, and that right. the therapeutic to me is, is even more important, which we've seen with remdesivir and Regeneron, these things uh, are working. Uh, so that's, that's really a positive sign for me. It's all going to go away November 4th. <laughs> I don't believe that. No, um, no, it's, it's a, uh, it's a political situation for sure when it comes to the lockdowns yes. and the, and all of that. But uh, I as just far think as the virus is concerned. I no. think if, if it's proven that there are ways, if you catch this, there are ways to reduce your fatality rate basically down to nothing. Um, which is, is where these things are going, then then your fear factor comes way down, right? It, yeah. It's like you – I don't want to compare it to the flu. That's such a neat or a cliche thing to do. But if you're like, okay, this this probably isn't fun, but they now know how to fix yeah. this, yeah. increase, yeah. you know, like yeah. all those things, reduce the um, morbidity rate, all those yeah. things. Um, I think that's just a really – encouraging thing that's going to inspire confidence in people to go about living their lives again. yeah yeah we'll see what happens uh very interesting but yeah it, it basically you know the industry the riders are gonna be posted up in a city for a week over a week mm-hmm. and uh and go racing and catch them three rounds and, i think and you're gonna see good. i yeah. think you're gonna see the riders be incredibly careful though um which they should be because you saw what happened to jorge prado this weekend yeah it's not that he's scared of dying or being in the hospital or any of that it's missing the race yeah that's the problem yeah. right so i don't think you're going to see much rider engagement like 
uh, I think dealer signings out. Yeah. Yeah. Autograph sessions at the track out any sort of, um, rider interaction period out, yep. but they have to, because they, if they miss a race series is over for yeah. them. Yeah. Especially, wise. you know, especially like, you know, and, and it goes to the same thing as Salt Lake city. You sprain an ankle and you miss a couple rounds. You know yep. what I mean? Like you're not gonna be able to ride. So it's going to be, uh, a little, definitely another, um, true test for these racers to, to, to get up on and, you know, Triple crowns are still coming. It says more chiropractors. Yeah, more chiropractors. Oh, they are doing triple crowns. They are doing triple nice. crowns. It says uh, and two fifty series. We think we have the two fifty series down as well. As far as that goes, it'll be the first five will be east, then the next three will be west, then uh, west will be in Dallas, and we'll go from forward from there. It looks like eight and eight uh, for for that, and then a showdown. All right, um, interesting stuff for sure. We'll learn more later on from the folks at Feld when they do a little media press call, and we'll put that out as well as on our, on our Twitter accounts at Racer X Online or myself at Pulp MX. But uh, all right, let, at least we're going racing, JT. That's the big thing. That's exactly where I'm at. All right, thanks everybody for listening. Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Maxis and Renthal, 2021 Supercross schedule. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck because that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled fifth and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that, 
I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years.